team buck welcome to the freedom hut november 4th thursday i'm up in wisconsin for this one never been in wisconsin before milwaukee milwaukee which means the good land excited to be here excited to talk to all of you about the news all across the country biden's told us now we got the official osha vax mandate goes into effect in january fourteen thousand dollar fine per unvaccinated worker We'll break down the latest madness with this one. Plus, special counsel John Durham has investigators arrest the person behind the early rumors that led to the Steele dossier, this possible counterintelligence double agent asset of who knows whom. This guy is in some trouble, friends. We'll be talking about that. The Russia collusion thing was all one big lie, as we know. Plus, de Blasio's got a problem. Trash piling up on the streets of New York. In fact, outside of Gracie Mansion, where he lives as the mayor, the worst mayor in America, because sanitation workers are on strike because they don't want to deal with the vax mandate. We've also got the uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, Kyle Rittenhouse trial underway just an hour from where I currently am. We'll talk about all of this today on the Buck Saxton Show podcast. What's the big problem with traveling? I mean, yeah, sure, they make me wear masks on the plane, which is idiotic and drives me insane. But also, I don't have the stuff that I'm used to having at home, which makes me so comfortable and sleep so well. My pillow products. I mean, sure, I could bring with me a my pillow travel pillow, which is very nice too. You can check that out. But I'm not going to have my Giza Dream sheets, the my towels, the my slippers. I got to stay in some hotel somewhere, right? That's why I miss home more than anything. I can't get a good night's sleep the same way I do at home. You can too if you get my pillows. Not just the pillows. Get the Giza Dream sheets. Get the MyPillow mattress topper. All their amazing products. They even have full mattresses now. Memory foam mattresses you can get. The best you'll get anywhere. So check these out. Trust me on this one. You want MyPillow products in your home. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. How do you get them? Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square. You'll see rotational offers up to 66% off products like their pillows, the mattress topper, and the Giza sheets, but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. And like I said, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Make sure you enter promo code BUCK, B-U-C-K, when you're checking out. Enter that promo code BUCK. Great time of year. What are you going to get people for Christmas for the holidays? Or just as a nice little Thanksgiving thank you. Get them a weighted blanket or a waffle blanket. Get them some slippers from MyPillow. That's the way to do it. All right. Now, the Biden mandate is rolled out in more detail. We knew this was going to happen, but now we know more about how we're uh, going to be see this going to see this going on. And here's here's what you need to know. I mean, they're going to be fining people a whole lot of uh, of money if they don't give this to 84 million private sector workers. Now, some are saying they're not going to go forward with this. They're not going to enforce this. And that may be a major problem for the Biden administration. Here's what we got from the New York Times. Plan was first announced in September by President Biden, directed the Labor Department to invoke its emergency powers over the safety of workplaces to require businesses with 100 or more employees to mandate vaccinations for all employees. Workers who refuse to get vaccinated must undergo weekly testing. Also on Thursday, the administration unveiled new emergency regulations for healthcare workers, including those at nursing homes, uh, and sick residents who are at high risk for infection. All 17 million workers at healthcare facilities receiving Medicare or Medicare funding must be vaccinated by January 4th. What have I been telling you, friends? The federal government has ways of making people bend the knee that you would it would make your head spin when you think about it. 
so many different ways that they can use tremendous influence. I mean, with OSHA, they're just mandating it. But even with the hospital system, why is it that you don't hear? And this is critical. This really matters to the entirety of how this pandemic has gone and the response to it. Why is it that you can't have doctors who speak out? Because most doctors now, especially infectious disease specialists, epidemiologists, they're affiliated with a hospital. Right? They're affiliated with hospitals and hospital administrators No, the federal government can crush them. The federal government can cut back Medicare or Medicaid funding, and that means they're out of business. They're done. So we don't really have the private sector health care that we think we do in this country. We certainly don't have the freedom in the medical community that we think we do. And that's why there have been so many people who are cowardly, so many sheep who go along with all of this. But this will be it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out. It's also a reminder that the Biden administration, after the complete butt kicking they took in Virginia, and I know they weren't on the ballot, but they really were. And we all understand what was going on there. After we saw how that played out, they've decided to double down. That's what they're going to do. They're going to go even more deep into the realm of authoritarianism. We didn't mask up hard enough. That's why Youngkin won Virginia. Don't you see? That's why. These people are ideologues. They never recalibrate the left, the authoritarian socialists. They never take a step back and say, hold on, maybe we need to rethink some of our core ideas. Maybe we need to rethink at least some of our policies, the implementations of those ideas. No, it's, oh, we just didn't force them enough. We just didn't. Real communism has never been tried. Real AOC-style Democrat socialism in America has never been tried, they will say. Real wokeism has never been tried. It's never that it's the wrong idea. It's that we didn't do it well enough, and usually that means hard enough, which means force, making you do stuff. This is their fallback all the time, every time. And you're seeing it play out right now. Can you imagine right after this, OSHA comes out, oh, we think this is an accident, the timing's an accident. Make everybody bend the knee. What else is Biden going to do? The moment, this is true of any dictatorship, any any authoritarian throughout history. They realize that if people actually have the freedom to hold them accountable, their power starts to slip. So what do they do? They grip even tighter. They suppress even more. Does that feel a little too familiar to you right now? Yeah, that's right. Even when they lessen these COVID restrictions, remember this, friends, they always keep it in the background. You are breathing fresh air in some parts of this country, as far as Biden's concerned, at his whim, until he decides otherwise. I know that's crazy, but that's how they think of it. So, yes, you may be walking around Texas or Florida or wherever, Wisconsin right now, no mask mandate. I'm going into stores. You know, they have a couple of stupid plexiglass dividers in the coffee shop this morning I went to, but no one takes it seriously. Uh, th- there are places where, sure, you're not in the full grip of Fauciism. Not yet. Not till they decide you are. This is why it's not enough to wait until they give you, they deign to give you a little bit of your freedom back. You have to stop them. You have to take the power away from them to take freedom away from you. That's what has to happen here. They will not just willingly stop. They love this, don't you see? Look at the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Lucinda Ardern, or whatever her name is. Again, a, a smiling fascist. This is what you have now. A lot of these, a lot of Western-style democracies have 
completely embraced wokeism, beta maleism, socialism, collectivism. This is what's going on. This is the trend. And it is deeply anti-freedom. It is deeply anti the individual. The prime minister of New Zealand was at was was getting vaccine questions she didn't like. And she just goes, I'm going to shut down this conference. It uses the vaccine or it gets the hose. It uses the vaccine or it gets the hose. Some of you will catch that reference. That's the reality. That's how they think of all of you. That's how the Biden administration thinks of all of us now. I will say Silence of the Lambs is one of the creepiest movies of all time, but a great movie nonetheless, but a very, very creepy one. Uh, Here's the other part of this that's going to be a real issue. They're rolling out the vaccine. They make it seem like, oh, we're just approving it for kids. It's your choice. It's not going to be your choice, friends. It's not going to be your choice. How many times have I been wrong on this one, by the way? Honestly, how many times have I said they're going to do the following and they haven't done it? Almost never. I said private sector mandates were coming. I had a a very terse exchange with... Governor Christy Nome over this one on my radio show because she wanted to play games and read some talking points and give me a pseudo constitutional lecture. She was wrong on the constitutional merits. But even beyond that, it's because Sanford Health and other big corporate interests in her state were pushing her not to take action in a very red state where she could. Right. I'm not just trying to pick on one governor, one place. But that fight was over exactly what we're seeing now. This is what was going to happen. I was telling people and I'm right. And now there are some people who are adjusting and understand, you know, they're operating in good faith. You know, Abbott is, I think, moving further to the right on a lot of these issues because he realizes, oh, my gosh, look what Ron DeSantis is accomplishing. Ron DeSantis is certainly leading the charge. But I I don't like uh, I I don't like snide dishonesty. And that's what I was getting from the governor of South Dakota. And quite honestly, that she was wrong. So, you know, we, we can sit around all day and people say, oh, but you were. you Why why were you annoyed with her? Well, I was annoyed with her because she demanded to come on my radio show to try to give me a lecture on the Constitution, and I was right and she was wrong, and then she tried to talk over me on my own show, and that's just not going to fly. So, you know, there's that. Always bet on Buck, folks. I'm just going to put it out. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you probably already know that. Always bet on Buck. I'm not always right, but the safe money is going to be on the Buckster. And But going back to the more important point here, I've told you this all along. This is where we're heading. Now they've got the vaccine mandate for kids. Now they've they've got the vaccine mandate for kids in in California, in San Francisco. They have completely lost their minds. The city of San Francisco is going to require people to show vaccine passports for little children. If we had a real press corps, if we had a real press corps, they would without question. They would ask Joe Biden, sir, what does the CDC based on its own numbers say the risk of death? for children from COVID is. What is the risk of death? Hospitalization for kids. I mean, kids, you know, if a kid goes to the hospital, they're going to come out of the hospital with COVID. And it's incredibly rare they're going to go to the hospital with COVID to begin with. But how rare is it for them to die from COVID? How rare is it? Well, it's something like, I've been saying one in a million. I think maybe the more more uh, precise number would be either one in 500,000. 500, but it's close to one in a million. These are crazy low numbers. Joe Biden should have to look, you know, oh, here I am, I'm staring at you. You know, my face has had a lot of a lot of Botox, a lot of work done here, but I can still squint. And I'm looking at you right now and I'm telling you, no joke, friends, no joke, that uh, 
It's about a one in a million chance your kid your kid's going to die from this virus. One in a million. Now you might say, well, I don't want I want there to be a zero chance. But to that, I would say, you're going to let your kid ever take a bath or go swimming in a pool or get in a car to go to school. Because if you're looking at the actual reality of risk, if you're looking at that, then you would never you would never do those things if you believe that one in a million is too high. But the Biden administration is full of lunatics now who they're also a little bit rattled because they know, oh, wait, the middle of the country. I don't mean the middle geographically, although that's often true too. the independents, the swing voters. They are running from us in droves. This is catastrophic for their designs, the Democrat designs, on one-party control of America, always and forever. The one thing that motivates them more than anything else is power. These are people who live in the constant fear, the constant gnawing anxiety that someone somewhere in America is living a life of freedom, purpose, dignity, and happiness. Without the state. Oh, my gosh, that can't happen. So they are completely freaked out. And they're going the way they will react to that is clamping down even more, is getting even crazier. Here's Joe Biden. I mean, just to give you an idea of what I'm not. Here's Joe Biden talking about the vaccine for for children five to 11. Uh, Mike, play 16, please. After months of rigorous and independent scientific review. The Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, authorized, and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, recommended a COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 through 11. For parents all over this country, this is a day of relief and celebration. After almost 18 months of anxious worrying every time the children, your child had a sniffle or started to cough, well, you can now protect them from this horrible virus. Biden is a moron, a hack, and a slimy coward. Let's just understand that. That's who Joe Biden is. No character, no courage, absolutely none. What he should say to the American people is, I know parents have been worried. I know parents have been concerned. You should not be concerned. Children are not at risk from COVID. We have seen this. We've run the experiment for 18 plus months now. We know. The rest of the world knows children are not at risk from COVID, not in any way that justifies masking, vaccines, any of these additional measures that we've enforced on children. Now, I understand what you're going to say to me, Buck. Oh, but this is and I've heard I've had a lot of this. How many times I told you, you'll say, oh, Buck, but I live in this place or that place and we're not that crazy here. And to that, I say, first of all, yes, you're right. And God bless, and I'm glad I might be joining you wherever this place is, because I'm not sure I can handle that much more of New York. It's completely insane. But I say to you, you think the federal government cares? What happens when you get on an airplane? The people I know say, oh, you know, we're not going to have vax mandates in my state, and we're fine, and we're free. Yeah? What happens to get on an airplane? What happens when you get into an Uber? Got to mask up, right? And then on the airplanes, the Uber is a private sector decision, but which is moronic, but Uber is a very woke company. Airplanes... That's the federal government. Now you'd say, oh, Buck, but they're not going to be able to go beyond that. Really, look what they're doing to hospitals now. Vaccine mandate for hospitals. Where else do a lot of federal funds flow? Oh, that's right. The Department of Education. That's correct. They're going to look at federal funding for schools 
in states that do not have they're going to try to override federalism in states that do not implement a vaccine mandate in schools. Now, that's a pretty ultimate move. I don't know how much more extreme they're going to be able to get than that. But if we do not push back, that is where we are heading. That is where we are heading. Because think about it. California is going to vaccinate all their kids in schools. Well, what if, you know, what if, uh, you know, next door, Idaho, kind of next door, doesn't. And Idaho has no more cases per capita in school. than Doesn't California look pretty stupid and tyrannical? Of course. So what are they going to do to cover that up? You can't have a control group. They're anxious all the time about the control group. They want to force you to do things, and they don't want you to be able to prove that it was stupid and wrong to do it. That's where the federal government comes in. This is why it was unfor- it was so unfortunate that the Biden administration exists and that Joe Biden managed through, by the way, a lot of, let me just say this because some of you say, oh, Buck, what do you think of the election? Yeah, they, they counted a, a lot of illegal votes. They counted illegal votes. They did it in Georgia. They did it in Wisconsin. There were illegal votes counted. They illegally changed the voting rules. And I'm sorry, but some of this other stuff about, you know, the the, the, the crazy theories and, you know, a dump truck full of ballots that came out of nowhere that, you know, flew in on a bunch of Pegasus horses or something. No, no, no. That distracted from the real cheating that went on. There was real cheating. But I'm just going to say it. Sidney Powell was not helpful. Not helpful. I mean, there are people in this process who they made it impossible for the rest of us to even talk about this. But anyway, that's a that's a discussion for another time. I'm just obviously very frustrated about what's going on here. And obviously I've gone super long on this topic, but it's very, very important. Um, you know how many people have died from covid in the city of San Francisco that has a now a, a vaccine mandate for people five to 11 under the age of 20? How many people in the entire city of San Francisco under 20 have died from the virus in the city? The whole pandemic. Zero. Zero. But, oh, yeah, we need to have a vaccine mandate for little kids. You say, well, wait, so then is it to protect the adults? Children, even before we had a vaccine, were very unlikely to spread this virus to adults. We don't even really know why. It's probably because their little immune systems adapt so quickly and beat the virus so quickly that they have a low viral load and don't spread it to children. Also, they're shorter, so maybe their dispersal into the air is like less. I'm just coming up with random ideas, but that was kind of a funny one. The first one I said was smart. The second one was me trying to be cute. But you get what's going on here. And then adults, they're vaccinated. Why are they still worrying? It cannot be that your vaccine makes you safe, but the vaccine doesn't make you safe enough that you don't have to get everybody else to get the vaccine unless they think they're getting us to COVID zero through herd immunity, which I'm here to tell you. And I have spoken to infectious disease doctors about this in the last two weeks who also can't speak publicly because they'll be fired by their hospital system. There is no future in which there is zero COVID, period, period. Not going to happen. And there's going to be COVID mutations probably every season, maybe twice a year. So what are we going to do then? Play catch up all the time with the vaccine? That's actually what they think we're going to do, just so you understand. That's where they think we're going. It's like mandatory flu shots forever. That's what the, that's what the Fauciite madness has led us to. We've got to draw a line here. We've got to do something about this. That's why the New York City uh, NYPD and uh, sanitation workers who are doing something about this, they may be the first group that gets the government to back off, but we'll see. All right, so the special counsel John Durham's investigators uh, investigators arrested this uh, guy who is behind the 
early days of Igor Danchenko. He's a Russian-born analyst living in the U.S. He was arrested. I'm trying to find what the specific charges are against him. I haven't found that yet. I'm looking for the indictment because that's what I do. I actually look for the indictments, folks. It's the kind of research we do here on the show. I don't just go, oh, I saw a headline on Twitter. Uh, but right now we know that he is in trouble for feeding the lies to Christopher Steele that were then laundered to the FBI and the intel community and, of course, journalists and were then used to try to bring down a presidency. And I, I just want everyone to understand this. Remind The media will never get its credibility back and should never get its credibility back after what happened. Ever. Ever. What they did is disgraceful. Not a single journal in the corporate Democrat media is embarrassed. They maniacally pushed lies about Russia-Trump collusion to tear down a president for four years. Not one. Slander was always their purpose. They knew it was built on vicious, crazy lies. They did not care. They didn't care. They think that they serve their audience by lying, don't you see? That's what we're up against. Maybe Durham is going to get some measure of justice. He'll never be able to make it right, but then again, the justice system rarely can. Won't be able to make it right, but maybe there'll be some accountability. That's the best we can really hope for. All right, so I'm down the uh, road here. I just want to talk about this for a couple minutes. I'm down the road here from the Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse trial, and the weaponization of DOJ and prosecutors' offices for political purposes is, after Fauciism, the second greatest threat we have to our freedom in this country. And the thing about it is that it, in some ways, is is even more likely to be permanent and far-reaching than Fauciism. Here's what I have to say about, about this situation. <coughs> um, there shouldn't even be a trial. I don't even, I looked at the videos, I've looked at all the testimony that I could so far, and this guy was defending himself. What else is there to say? If I have an AR-15 and some woke left-wing, I'm here for BLM, lunatic, attacks me, I'm not going to wait to see if they can bludgeon me with my AR and then shoot me when I'm defenseless. I'm going to shoot that person. If somebody is part of a mob kicks me in the face and swings a skateboard at me, and they know that I've got a loaded weapon on me, I'm going to shoot that person. This isn't even just about, you know, U.S. statute. This goes back to English common law. This goes back to biblical law. If someone tries to hurt me, I'm going to defend myself. Kyle Rittenhouse was not the aggressor, not in any of these exchanges. You know? You know that phrase, play stupid, play stupid games, win stupid prizes? You know, attack somebody with a rifle, you are likely to get shot. Sorry, woke lunatics, that's reality. Oh, but there was BLM and they were rioting and you can't have anybody standing up to BLM rioters. No, they have to be able to terrorize communities and have these fits of rage that then multimillionaire morons on CNN and MSNBC go on TV in their safe neighborhoods where they don't deal with any of this stuff. They say, we just think it's the oppressed people of America speaking out. Yeah, that's what we see going on here. Yeah, this is really about systemic racism. Really burning down someone's store that has nothing to do with anything? That's about systemic racism in America? I don't think so. That's evil. The people that support this stuff, they're supporting evil. They're a disgrace. You know, would I have advised Kyle Rittenhouse to show up in the middle of this with an AR-15? No, I wouldn't have. If he was a family member, I said, stay out of it. Stay away from it. And for those of you who are wondering, and there's been a lot of discussion about this recently because of the video of a, uh, a African-American man punching 
a white woman right in the face in front of a full packed subway car in New York City. I mean, I'm punching her hard. Time, woman must weigh 110 pounds. This guy is probably 6'1", 185, 200 pounds. Just, just gives her a wallops her right in the face. No one does anything. Now, as a man, you see that and you say, you got to intervene, right? But understand this. There's another video out there circulating yesterday um, of, uh, I think it was, uh, uh, forget the city it was in, but uh, a video circulating of a guy who intervenes in a fight between two teenage girls and one of the teenage girls' friends, boyfriends, who knows, while the fight's going on, runs to his car, gets a loaded weapon, comes back. And then the 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 30-year-old adult male who's just trying to separate the girls, not hurting anybody, trying to pull them apart, shot, point-blank range, basically, right in the head, dead. Guy was a father and a husband, dead, because he tried to stop two 16-year-old girls from, you know, barbarously beating each other outside of a convenience store. That's the America we live in now. This stuff happens now. So remember that, right? So I, it's, it's not as easy. Look, I, I'm all for courage. I'm all for standing up. When you can take the machine gun nest, you know my phrase, don't charge the machine gun nest without a plan. And it's not always easy to know. Sometimes you think you got a plan, the plan doesn't work out. But these are the calculations we have to make now. So no, I would not have advised Kyle Rittenhouse to go to Kenosha. I know a lot of you would disagree with me on that, and that's fine. It's a judgment call. But if someone's asking me, is Kyle Rittenhouse a murderer? Absolutely not. Kyle Rittenhouse engaged in self-defense. Self-defense. Period. Full stop. The video shows it. The facts of the case show it. He should not even have been charged. But we have woke, left-wing, narrative-based prosecutors now in this country. Soros-backed prosecutors, even. Do you think they care about what the truth is? About what real justice looks like? No. They're looking to balance things out with a historical perspective. They're looking to what the narrative is and to what increases their power. Because if they have a society based in equity, essentially if they can turn America as close to a communist paradise as possible, whatever the price is, is worth it. You see, the old ideology, friends, we thought we defeated the Soviet Union and communism one way. Oh, no, it has just morphed. It has become other things, but it's still there. Just give enough power, have enough people in charge who can override the rights and will of the individual. You'll create a perfect world, a perfect society. Utopia, right? We know how that ends. People in this country want it too. Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't have to wait for a jury verdict. Kyle Rittenhouse should walk free tomorrow. In fact, I think a lot of people say Kyle Rittenhouse should probably get, you know, a commendation for trying to defend a community that had been abandoned because the BLM movement decided it was time to burn something down. I don't know what else to say, folks. Should never have been charged. Well, I mean, I have a lot of other things to say, but should never have been charged. Should never have been charged. It's, it's appalling to see that going on. Well, there's even more that I would usually talk about, but I'll hold some of it for tomorrow. Um, thanks again for uh, tuning in here. Make, make sure if you uh, if you haven't already, go check out. Posted a little something there, a little behind the scenes. Uh, BuckSaxton.locals.com. Please become a supporter. Uh, even a few, you know, it's, it, this is the digital version of Passing the Hat. You support the work we do here in the Freedom Hunt. It's why I keep doing my own podcast in addition to the biggest radio show in the country with Clay. I'm doing my own podcast on the side, and so that's what kind of keeps the lights on for that one. And appreciate it. So thanks again for being here, bucksaxon.locals.com. Go please be a supporter. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Hopefully my voice will be entirely normal by then. Shields high.